And then I'm going to put a towel on your face and steam your face. And then when I do the towel, I'm going to put this thing and it's like <laughs> on, your, on your face. They have a real massager. Yeah, it's like and then when they do that, they take the towel off and then they put the, you know, your, your shaving cream on. Okay. So then they, they shave you up. They do like the mister? Y'all doing the old school? Like they doing everything. Like Miss Sealy was doing mister? Yeah. And then some barbers, you know, they, they like to just get in there, you know, and then, you know, the more you pay, the more you get. But see, so, most people just want the basics. You just want a nice haircut. You don't need to get your nose hairs plucked. And you... <laughs> I went to a place and they're like, who would you like to drink? Yeah, you're, if you're paying that much money, but, yeah, but also, why can't you just go to a regular spot like around around the way spot next to a bodega type of vibe? Why can't you? Do that? You know what happened? Social media ruined the barber game, right? Mm -hmm. Because like we were talking about earlier, there's a barber we both know. He started charging two hundred dollars mm -hmm. per haircut. Two hundred. So if you're a new customer, two hundred dollars off top. Right. So all the barbers on social media were like, oh, this barber's charging 200 I know my worth, King. I'm going to charge 100 150 Right. Okay. So now every barber with social media who is talented is going to charge 100 to $150. Same okay. thing with y'all, you know, like the braiders. One braider goes viral. Everyone's just like, Look. I'm going to that braider. And so what does the yeah. braider do? I'm going to charge y'all $1,000 plus oh a bookie Look, yes, the rules. Okay, so y'all, I don't know if you have the rules yet, but like for us women, we have the all the rules on their booking sheet. So it's like so many rules. So I went to this one braider's house. The lady, once she had a rule about um, you can't touch her toddler. First of all, her toddler's there. But also, don't bring anybody else. So I can't bring my toddler. My, I don't have a toddler, but I can't bring my toddler. But she said, don't touch, basically don't touch my toddler. But Okay, that was one of the rules. Let's start there. Then the second rule was you can't use her bathroom. This is in her home. First of all, you're going to have me up there for eight hours. Yes. So what, what if somebody has to go to the bathroom? They have to, like, go to a, a store down the street? Yes, Target. Yes. The rules are insane. So that's just the rules about, like, the salon. So imagine, like, now also it's like you have to come with your hair pre-washed and pre-blown out and pre-this, pre-that. And they even joke about it, like, you have to have your hair pre-parted and you have to have already started braiding it now. Like, you know, they have these different rules. But how about this girl... Guess who was all over me when I got to this girl's house to get my hair braided? Her toddler. Her, her child that I can't touch because she put in the rules. Don't touch my child. But your child is hanging all over me and you not even telling her to get off of me, which is fine because I like kids. But I'm like, I can't even, I can't touch you, ma'am. I can't touch you because it's in the rules. Like, child. But okay. And then let's let's not even get, get over like, one, I can't afford no thousand dollars for braids. Okay? So for braids. <laughs> Every time I find a new girl, because I use hashtags, I'll do like Atlanta braiders, East Park braiders, College Park braiders. Every time I find a new braider who is like a price that is affordable to me, man, I swear four months later when I look at the, those prices have doubled, tripled. Now they're like $600. And I'm like, yo, I just came to you like four months ago. And also, you know what I have to stop doing? Especially if I'm paying full price, which obviously I'm paying full price for a lot of people. What I'm not about to do is post them because the problem is when I post them and they start getting booked all the time, that's when they're like, when I say that has happened to 
quite a few braiders because I, you know, I, I braid hop now, but I have to braid or hop. Oh, you cheating on your braiders. But I have to because I can't afford them two months later. Like I will pay $300 and then two months later, two months later, they're $700. I can't afford that. So I, I am a braider hopper, just like chair hoppers in the salons. Cause like that, back in the day, that was like a no, no. You didn't want to go hop around the chairs in the salons. You didn't want to do that. Cause then you have to see Bertha that used to do your hair for the whole past two years. Now I'm going to Katie, but Bertha sitting right there. I can't do that. Like you can't be chair hopping, right? I definitely am a braid, braider hopper because I can't afford these braiders. Like I can't afford them. So yeah. So I'm like, that's one thing I'm like, I can't even post these ladies because when I post, ladies be on it with the braiders, like especially because of the prices, because I'll always, and when I say I dig deep, I dig deep and find these braiders. I'm like $175 for braids down my butt. Yes. And then yeah, two months later, they're 700 That's the problem. Yeah. I'm in a cycle where it's like, I done had like 10 barbers mm -hmm. in the last like two years. Yeah. Because you find one, you find like a gym, yeah. diamond in the rough, and then, you know, cutting and then somebody they, they go on black black panthers set and yeah. they cut like mbaku and they cut all of wakandans yep and then now they're doing oscar nominated movies and now you hit them up you're like oh man sorry big man you know i'm on set that now everyone's on set everybody's on set find a new bar. i remember because when i when i was barber i was barber hopping a little bit until i found you know what when i so when i had my hair cut short this was maybe i don't know eight years ago i was going to the barber like every two weeks i was barber hopping because those bigger barbers one they were just always busy the price wasn't too bad the price it cost me more than it cost y'all they charge women more because they know they have to do a lot more gentle stuff and they doing all this extra stuff right it cost women more but it still wasn't bad because again haircuts at like salons for women might be $200. So I'm not mad at spending $45, $50. It's not the end of the world, right? But I found this around the way barber, this around the way barber in like an old little building. You had to walk up these rickety stairs. It looked like him. it was old and rickety. And you know what? That older man, I can't even think of his name, but he looked $25 every two weeks. Find that around the way guy who is not tripping. And also for me, it's like he's not trying to be pushing up on me, not trying to flirt with me. So it actually was even a better experience because I didn't have to deal with that. Because you know, when you're a woman and you walk into a barbershop, it is very uncomfortable. <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's uncomfortable. So yeah, you find you need that's what I'm saying. You need to find Mr. Look, Mr. Look, now, you know, for men, we can't get a barber above the age of 50. The lonely barber. Why do you want me to get cut by the lonely barber, Mr. Carlos? You got to get. Mr. I don't Carlos. want to go to anybody whose name starts with Mister. <laughs> Sitting in the corner, everybody else cutting the hair. He flipping the channels. The person who works the TV in the barber shop has nothing else better. He yeah. he watching Matlock, changing the records and on the star player. Yeah. I don't want Mister. I don't want Mister Charles. No, you get you a Mr. Walter. I don't Mr. Walter. Mr. Walter cuts hair nicely. No, he doesn't. He may not do all the massaging and all that stuff, but you're tripping Look, because I don't need the body massage. Okay. I don't need a scalp massage. I just need quality, modern. <laughs> so you gonna walk modern. around and not get your hair cut. Huh? You're gonna walk around and not get your hair cut because you wanna be you you just Look, I'm gonna have to. It's, it's graduation season, so I'm gonna have to get my hair cut like ASAP. 
because I got to go, you know, support my cousins who are graduating. But right now, I can't keep, it's like I'm in an abusive relationship with my boss. And I think, and I meet a lot of dudes in Atlanta who just like, I just learned how to cut my own hair. Yeah. I I just, you know, I just was wolfing it too. And then I got locks, like someone we know. I just grew my hair around and I got locks. So what do y'all call it? Sister locks? Mini locks? Yeah, sister locks. He didn't get this one. This is a guy. <laughs> he said, I'm going to just get locks. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I mean, yeah. But that takes more. That costs more, though, but getting locks. I mean, I'm just trying to understand. Like, I tell them, I understand that you're about your business. And that is the difference between now and then. Because, you know, back in the day, it was all about community. Yeah. Plus getting your hair did. So yes. the community part was the part that we wanted to do. We wanted to go to the salon and talk. We wanted to go to the barbershop. So yeah. now is I'm going to spend my money, rent a suite, yeah. y'all drive straight to me. Yep. Ain't no talking. I'm going to be late. I'm going to be there when I want to be there. I'm going to give you the cut that you want. Uh-huh. And I'm going to charge you $100. Yeah. And then I'm going to record you getting your hair cut and then post it on my social media. Yes. When I did, see, this is why when the barber say, so what do you do? I'd be like, you know, I'm, I just work at it like a, a, a tech startup. You know, nothing, nothing fancy, you know. Because they're going to ask you. Because then they'd be like, oh, oh, let me give you a special. Let me give you the razor. Um, let me give you, oh, let me touch it up real nice. And then at the end, you like, what is you doing? You're like, oh, I'm, I'm taking you. Oh, is that okay? Oh, that's the other funny part. Let's look. We can get into that too. And my uh, the lady that does my nails, she's like, it's, it's funny because she'll mention she'd be like, I'm so sorry, Lexi, because she'll want to get video. Sometimes I was like, I have to leave after. But like when you get any services done for the women, oh, expect to be there an extra 15 minutes while they shoot video. Are you like? Yeah. Oh yeah. Every time I get my hair done, not not my hair now, like when I get my hair straightened, but when I used to get braids or different other different styles. Uh, like, no, no, yeah, you have to, like, okay, they'd be like, okay, move slowly, okay, all right, now, oh, it's, like, literally, like, an extra 10, 15 minutes, and then the nails, same thing, it's, like, okay, move here, it's, it's, it's funny, though, it's funny, though, because everybody needs content, so they're, like, look, let me get this content, I'm doing cute nails, I'm doing cute lashes, I'm doing the brows, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, yes, all of that, so it's, I mean, speaking of nails, like, all of just everything in general, like, everything has, Everything has gone up. So, like, when when you're talking about your $20 haircuts back in the day, I remember in high school, yeah, I was spending about $35 to get my hair done every two weeks when my mom was. In college, I was getting my hair pressed every two weeks. That was $40. And that was in the early 2000s, $40. Now, it's about 55 is the, the, 55 is the base price for most places, depending on what city you're in. So, in Atlanta, for a straightened, to get your hair straightened, it's normally about seventy dollars. What? But when I first got here, to when I first moved to Atlanta, it was forty dollars. I could I could literally go every two weeks. But now I also had a round the way girl. See, going back to these around the way girls, Miss Georgian, she used to have a salon uh, right across the street from the West End Mall. I don't know. She might still be there. I don't know. But she was an older lady, one of those around the way salons. Somehow my mom found her. I don't even know how because my mom does not live here. Somehow she found her. I started going to Miss Georgian, $40 every two weeks. It was so perfect. And then then the, the like the fancier one started popping up. And then it's like, okay, now it's $60. Now I'm paying $60. Now it's like $70. 
everything has like the prices changed because I would love to get my hair done every two weeks. That's why having a wig right now. I would love to get my hair done every two weeks. But I'm like, don't got wigs on right now. We, I would love to go and just do 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 like I used to do back in the day. He call, be like, hello, and then be like, I'll be there. He'd be like, oh, I got five in front of you, and then you just come. Yep. And just stay the whole day. Yeah. Now it's Playboy. I only cut Tuesday, Wednesday. Friday, yeah, two to seven. Right. Ooh. Also, so one of my one of my boys, uh, Marcus, who you know as well, Marcus Barber in Atlanta. You could do a cut the line, so you could be waiting in line and you could pay to cut the line. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, like the club. Literally, like the club. Like, okay, like if you got like, oh, you said Mr. Otis said you number five in line. Okay, you get there, you number five, you just pay so you just pay them extra thirty dollars and you can just skip in front of I'm like, what is this skip the line? Yeah. When talking about the skip the line, I was like, yo, that is insane. Like, like this I remember waiting. Yeah. And then I got up and then a certain actor from a certain show came in the door and sat out because okay. I had waited like and I would tell you who it is. Uh -oh. I don't even know who it is. Lexi uh, will know. He he must be a '90s, a random oh, '90s. He was on the show. He was on. I can't even think of the name of that show. But Tashina Arnold was on the show. Oh. And it was okay. on Stars. No, it was on Showtime. It was on Stars. Okay. It's it's kind of coming to me. Tashina Arnold. Tashina was on the show. Yes. Not, not LeBron show. Was it Le not LeBron show? No, his. It was. It was LeBron show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Survivor's know. Remorse. Survivor's Remorse, yeah. That's what I was like. I was like, I think he was, a, he was a star of Survivor's Remorse. He skipped me in line because he was more famous than me. Yep. And he, I was just like. Yeah, man. Because you know, barbers act like we don't have nowhere else to go, nothing to do. Like, yeah. So I set things up in advance. Like, I'm going to just stop here real quick. Yep. Get the haircut and then be out and go to my next day. Go Because, you know, a lot of times we go get our hair done or cut. During like our lunch, because we don't yep. technically have a lunch, but it's yep. like, look, I'm gonna just do this real quick, get my hair cut, and then come back. But no, 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 it's always something. Man, yeah, this new this new game, man, this new barber hairstyle, you know, all everything, especially for women, because it's like we have nails, lashes. I mean, we have everything, waxes. Like the girls that go get waxed every three, four, everything. Combined, I'm like, ooh, the prices have gone up since the 90s and 2000s. And yeah, I mean, it's just been a lot. But in addition to us, I mean, our grooming and how grooming has changed so much. Like, how are you stepping out now? Because I know for me, I so let me tell you, I get my nails done. I have a standing appointment every three weeks to get my nails done. My lashes are every two weeks for a fill. My brows, I just got uh, micro shading. So I have the micro shading now. So now I don't have to do my brows. Look, it is costly. That's why. That's why I neglect my hair. That's why I'm like, I'm like, okay, wigs. Like I'm throwing a wig because I can't. I can't add hair into the mix too. So I'm like, geez. I'm like, I can't do it all. And between and laser hair removal, I have laser hair removal too. I'm like all of these things. So what I'm, I'm trying to look like a grown up when I get outside. I'm trying to look like a grown up because sometimes I feel like I'm not or like I'm just that in between age. But these help me feel like a grown up. Me like getting my lashes done all the time, 
getting my nails done every like making sure my nails are always done making sure my lashes are always done you know making sure these things just that's why i was like alex what you doing with the haircut now because you got to get outside in these streets i mean but as long as you got some cool hats it has made me expand my hat collection okay that's fair that's fair so and, and also you know when you don't have a haircut it just it really forces you to just just be confident yeah yeah. Because the woman, if you talk to somebody, it should be like, it only gets better from here. It can't get any worse. <laughs> so when you get a haircut, I mean, it'll be better. So I'll, I'll go out with him. I know he's a little furry. Because, you know, like you said, when I grew my hair out, people was like, oh, you should keep growing. Oh, you should do this. And I was just the whole time like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. We've been a girl for a long time, but you know, we, we this grooming thing. I feel like the older we get, the more we have to be put together. So we'll put together. Like if my mom saw me right now without earrings, she's gonna be like, "Why don't you have my earrings?" Like just, we're just trying to look like grownups now because we're just like we're in that in between stage where, like for example, my little boo. I'm calling him little because he's younger, not little. Oh. That little is this a soft lunch on the show? No, 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 because this man does not like me like that. So let's start there. Um, but you said Budo. he called me auntie. But <laughs> I, forgot I was playing something, was I playing a certain song or something? I was playing something that he called me. He was like, Okay, auntie, and I was like, <laughs> I definitely was laughing at that. But also, one of the girls, when I got my hair braided one time. When she found out how old I was, she was like, okay, auntie. And the funny thing is, I call myself auntie, okay? Like, I am a self-proclaimed auntie, but also I am an auntie to 10, 10 babies, okay? And I'm a great auntie also for, because some of them have babies. So, not just an auntie, but auntie and then grand auntie. I, I, black people, you know, we say whatever. I call it great aunt, grand aunt, whatever you want to call it. So, I'm for real auntie, but I also am self-proclaimed. But it feels different with somebody else. Like, when somebody younger calls you that, that's not your actual niece or nephew. It's just kind of funny when they do that on the streets. Because I'm like, I was like, oh, I guess I am to her. Because at her age, yeah, like, I've been called auntie quite a few times by people who don't know me. But the funny thing is, Bevy Smith, when people call her auntie, I don't know if you saw her going off about it. Like, don't call me auntie. Like, like to her, it's not an endearing term. I don't mind it. Because to me, it is endearing. Because also, when they say auntie, auntie is like, one, auntie is extremely endearing, especially to our people. To black people, that is a very endearing term. If you are, if you've ever been around uh, West Africans, and I think all Africans in general, though, but if you've ever been around Africans, like any woman of, you know, that you look up to or any woman that you respect, you call her auntie. That's a thing. So it's like, I don't mind it because I'm like, hey, you respect me. One, you're going to respect me. You're not going to say anything crazy to me. And then also... The auntie thing is like, oh, you look good, auntie. Like, they're also saying, like, you look good for your age because to them, they're like, damn, you're old. But then low-key, they're like, no, but you look really good for your age. You look like you're in your 20s. You look like you're in your early 30s. So it feels good. It feels good to me. I don't get offended. Like, have you ever had an experience like that because you're, like, that in-between age and just kind of realizing, like, oh, I'm not that young person anymore? Well, I mean, first of all, the auntie thing is the most annoying thing that's ever happened. You don't um, like it? I'm just on black Twitter, the 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 discourse and the debates over auntie is the most annoying thing ever. Cause I'm like, when I think social media just it ruins things that yeah. were commonplace. Yeah. Like growing up, we we called everybody in the church auntie, we called everybody on the block auntie, we called yeah. everybody in the street auntie. It had no negative connotation. Yes. It, it, it was not like I wasn't firing. 
being shady or firing shots at you. It was a term of endearment. And then I'll never forget Oprah, Oprah Gale, uh-huh. and Ava DuVernay posted the most aunties. I just went to Talbots. I just got out of Belk. I just <laughs> ran through Dillard's pick ever. Yeah. On social media. It was just them, you know, posing in their little New York and company outfits or whatever. Yep. And everyone on social media was like, all right, aunties. And then Ava DuVernay and Oprah and them do not call me auntie. I forgot. It's a derogatory term. I know what you mean when you call me auntie. Oh, Lord. And I just feel like when, you know, that song Playboy Cardi, but he was like, you look like an auntie on the song. (laughs) I feel like it turned into this whole like a diss, like you dress like you frumpy. Okay. You dress like you, you know, you just kind of dress like a Dillard's mannequin. So here's like that's how people started using it on social media. Okay. So here's the other thing that I'm thinking. I noticed the people that get really offended are people that are older without children and they're out of childbearing age range. They get offended. That I think is a part of it because uh Gail doesn't have any children, right? I, I don't think no. no I'm self-aware, I think, like, oh, so I, I done missed the boat. I think I can't be a baddie anymore. I think that's what it is. Like, like even like Tracy Ellis Ross, people calling her auntie. I think some people do use the auntie term for uh, you're out of childbearing years and you don't have any children and you're not married. Then you get put into the auntie category. So I can see that. I can see that being a little, you know, coming off a little, not shady, but like, damn, you don't, you don't really want to be, name something because you are unmarried and don't have any children and you're over 50. Yeah. You don't really want to be, I, I, okay, I can kind of see it because I just thought about it just now when you mentioned the three of them, I was like, neither, none of them are married, none of them have kids. And I, I don't know how old Ava is, so forgive me if I'm saying she's out of childbearing eight years because I don't know and I don't like to talk about people. Auntie range, but see, <laughs> we use auntie, I think, and it's just a generational divide. We use auntie as strictly auntie. I, I, also, I went to school, the lunch ladies, even yeah. in college, you went to HBCU, all of the lunch ladies were your auntie when yeah. you went to school. But I'm, chicken nuggets, baby. Okay, auntie. Right. I feel like nowadays, though, auntie is like the fly young auntie. So, like, I consider myself the fly young auntie. You know how they do, like, the, the rich fly auntie or whatever? I ain't rich, though. But, you know, like, it's a new thing. It's like, okay, you're the fly auntie. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole new thing too. So I feel like the, the, I really feel like the bigger issue is those older women that have a problem with it. They're looking at it like you put them in a category of the unmarried, never had any children vote. But you might just be saying like, oh, they're the fly person. They're they're like the fly lady. Like, okay, but now now that I'm talking it out, I can see why they would be. Yeah, if you call Oprah, hey, I, auntie, in her mind, she sees Medea. Yeah. She's like, oh, I, I look, I dress like Medea. And if if Oprah had kids, no one would call her auntie. They call her something else, and like maybe mama or something. Like okay, mama. And or, also, okay. I stopped saying it. Like I stopped saying it. Like when I write about older women, I stopped calling people auntie. Yeah. Because Mary J. Blige came out, and you know Mary J. Blige don't play it. She said because you know everybody yeah. calling Mary J. Blige auntie for twenty years because boots, wine, just to her. She is the epitome. I was just about to say the epitome of a fly auntie. She came out and she said the same thing. So it spread 
among the celebs, like, don't call me auntie. Because okay. I'm trying to say. No. I'm, to say I'm washed up and I dress and I'm frumpy. No, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's they only calling them aunties because they're over a certain age and don't have any children. That's why. Okay. I mean, because is, is it not? Because I mean, if they wear kitten heels, I've seen, you know, if you wear certain types of clothes. Yeah. I feel like auntie is a connotation now. Like, yeah. It's an aesthetic that you can. It have. is. Well, like, what do you think that age starts out? Like, when are you auntie? Like, is it. Is it? I guess it has to be based on age. It's not based on looks because it has to be over forty-five to me. But I'm I'm younger than forty-five, and people are. Yeah, but you, but see, you're not an auntie. You're a young auntie. You're that's what I call it. Like you're young. Like when we were growing up, remember, auntie was like Hattie Labelle, Anita right. Baker, right? Like these were like the auntie godmothers, right? Right. Like you had to be like your real auntie's age. Anita, right. Hattie, Jack A. They all right. have a similar, just like my auntie. They all shop at the same kind of store. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they all know all the deals. They all go to the restaurant, like my aunties, and say, can I have a sample of the soup? And they eat the soup. Not at Piccadilly, <laughs> for example. Well, they go to Piccadilly. They go to churches. They go to Golden Corral on Sunday. It's Auntie is like a lifestyle. Well, now that you're into like a like you are auntie because you dress like this because you listen to this because you do this. Well, have you ever been called any type of names that just really make you think like, damn, am I getting old? Have you ever like yeah. have you had any experiences like that? Just the other day, somebody called me OG. Uh -oh. Like I gave little kids, you know how they be scanning with little helmets. Hey, should be sure. Yes, and they don't yeah, I ain't never seen any football team buy new uniforms. They have been playing right. the same uniform for 30 years. <laughs> like, thank you, OG. I'm like, wow, wow. Well, I felt like I felt older. And okay. When I, was, I remember when I was a sub, you know, I used to take a few days a week and I Thanks. used to do gym. Okay. And then the gym like, oh, Mr. Ford, come and play basketball with us. And I'm like, cool. You know, I used to get jiggy back in the day. I used to, you know, dribble the ball and do whatever. So I was on the That's team, it. and then it's, and then I'm like trying to guard the kids. Kids like, boom, boom. <laughs> like, Mr. Ford, what you doing, Mr. Ford? I'm like, y'all is two years old. I can't right. keep up with y'all. Y'all is all like they like Russell Westbrook. They like dunking the ball. I'm just like, I'm yeah, like, man. In my life, did, mm -hmm. did it just pass me by? Am I old now? So, you know, I feel like we're that in-between age. Like, I was out for my little cousin's graduation party. So I'm with my cousins who are in their, I would say, mid-50s and up. Cousins, aunties, uncles, literally mid-50s and up. And then it's all 21-year-old kids. Me, I'm like right in the middle. So I sat at the table with my aunt and uncle and my older cousin. Oh. They're in the 50s and ups, right? So I'm sitting at their table. I'm sitting at the grown folks' table. I'm like, oh, okay. finally. Woo, we dreamed like, about this. I was like, the kids over Woo. there, I'm over here. And then at the end, when all the kids took shots, they were like, come on, Lex, come on, get a shot. And I'm like, so where do I fit in? Like, actually, so I'm also going to this um, uh, music festival coming up soon. And I used to always call it like Auntie and Uncle Fest. It's called Soul, Be Soul, uh, Soul Beach Music Fest. 
And for the longest time, this is um, Sinbad's festival. I don't know if you remember Sinbad's festival. Like yeah. I remember seeing it growing what up. Right. I remember Sinbad joint and Zoe's summer no. room. Yes. Shout out to Lazo Borden. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All of those. And even like the Tom Joyner cruise. So like recently the past couple of years, because our company uh is the, they put together the Tom Joyner cruise. So the past couple of years, I've like, hey, can I like work on the cruise? Am I frozen? <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, can I work on the cruise? Um, I was like, can I work on the cruise just so I could go for free? And so they'll like look into it. And I was like, do I really want to work? Do I really want to go on the Tom Joyner cruise? Because I low-key do because, you know, I like older music. That's my thing. I like older music. So I could appreciate these older festivals. So I have been low-key trying to go to the Tom Joyner cruise, but it's always bad timing for me. Then this year, I was like, I'm going to go to the Soul Beach Music Fest because I'm like, okay, it's going to be older pe- older folks there. And I had to think about it. And every time I'm looking at it before, like, oh, it just seems older, like an older crowd. I'm like, but I am the older crowd now. I'm literally that, that crowd now. Like, I'm probably going to still be the youngest person there, but I'm in that age range. And I'm like, but the, for the longest time, because I grew up looking at Sobeys Music Festival, or like I, at the time, I, I don't know if it was called something different, but Sinbad's Festival. I remember like, oh, it was like the aunties and the uncles, but like the fly ones. It was, it was the fly folks. But now I'm like, I'm actually in this category. So why am I acting like I'm too young for it? Because I'm not too young for it. And plus, a lot of times the men that I date are in that age range anyway. So if they're in late 40s, early 50s, I might as well go hang out with them. So I'm officially, I feel like in the in-between age of like, I can kick it with the young folks and I could do the Coachella thing, even though I feel like I'm too old for Coachella. No, no, you're not. No, no just, just because all the people go doesn't mean I don't feel like I'm too, I do not want to be up there in no dust. I don't want to be, I don't want to be up there with all those people. So I feel like I'm too old for that, that type of, I'm too old for it. But at the same time, I'm like, but I can go to Auntie Fest and have a good time because it's going to be the music I like. It's better music than I like there than a Coachella. Like I can go see Anthony Hamilton and Jill Scott in Aruba, or I can go to Coachella and see Calvin Harris, which I like Calvin Harris too. But I'm just saying, like, actually, I'm more of the Anthony Hamilton speed. Anthony Hamilton is my boy. Like, I, I mean, I don't know him. In real life. like a true auntie, yes. I, exactly. Like, I love you, Anthony Hamilton. So I'm going to Sobeys Music Festival so I can like, okay, I'm embracing my age of being that in-between age of like, I'm a little too old for like, I'm too old to like hang out with my like, you know, my nieces and nephews who are in their like late 20s, early 30s. But then I'm too young to hang out with like, you know, some of my siblings who are like 55-ish, even though I hang out with them. But I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like just that in-between age. Just like, I don't know. What's the difference between now Essence Fest, Lexi, the auntie, and like yeah. 10 years ago, do you see a difference between what you want to do? You want to go to parties? You want to just chill? Like this so, year, what's the difference? Yeah. So this, so for example, I've been going to the Essence Festival for um, almost 20 years, if not 20 years. Actually, I think I have been going for 20 years. I've been going since I was in college. So we're talking the um, early to mid 2000s I've been going. The only year that I did not go was the year that they went to Houston. That was the only year that I did not go. And that was right after Katrina. So it used to be auntie fest, but you know what? Those aunties, when I used to go, when I'm 21 going with my mom, everybody was my mom's age at that time. So at that time she was in her fifties, early sixties, everybody was her age. And I was the young person. Like it was all aunties waiting in line for hours to get free L'Oreal samples. Like literally, and so now I look at it like, okay, this is actually like all these people are like our age, they're our peers. 
But yeah, when I first started going, it was Auntie Central. But those aunties were literally our age, our age today. So it is funny kind of like seeing the the difference. But also, I like the music back then. So I think that also our generation, we had a bigger appreciation for older music. So because our parents, they listened to Marvin Gaye or they were listening to um, Mary J. Blige or, you know, Mary J. Blige at the youngest, you know, and, and then they were listening to Frankie Beverly. So we would go see Frankie Beverly every year at the Essence Festival. We'd be going to see Frankie Beverly. He'd be the very last performer. You wear white on the last day. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was before your time, Alex, before you started going to the Essence Festival. But Frankie Beverly used to close out every this year. Is when I, I wasn't a young uncle. See, yeah. I was looking at y'all going. Yeah. And I was doing my own thing yeah. until I got older, yeah, more millennial-esque. And then yeah. I started going and find my little things that I like to do. Yeah. But I used to think it was for y'all. Yeah. I used to think it was like for young aunties, old aunties, medium aunties. Yeah, it was. And now it's like just everybody's coming to kick it. All the guys want to go now because they want to see the women because they know that the fly women are going to be in New Orleans for essence. Like they know that already. So that's what that's why they go. But now it's like they're in between. So now I feel like they're trying to figure their way. Like, okay, like they'll have like a Megan Thee Stallion, but then they might have a, um, like Lauren Hill, for example. Like, cause so this year coming up is Lauren Hill and then Megan Thee Stallion. To me, those are two different demos, but they have to pick from those different demos because now we are truly like, I've been going there for 20 years. I was literally not even 20 years old when I first started going to the Essence yeah. Festival. Now I'm almost 40. So, but when I was going, there was nobody for me. Actually, the I remember one time, this was after college, Rihanna performed. Rihanna was one of the performers because I remember meeting her. She did a meet and greet. Rihanna was probably the youngest that you should you would get. And that was like Rihanna pre-SM Rihanna. Like that was Rihanna, like pop princess Rihanna, not like the grown up, grown and sexy. So that was like the youngest you would get was gonna be a Rihanna. And it was gonna be, it was more the safer version of Rihanna. So yeah, it, it was. Look, the music, they were not here for us, the music, but for me, because I like older music, it worked out for me. Yeah, because that year we went, when Kendrick performed, mm-hmm. it was very quiet in there. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, uh, and that was when I realized there's a divide. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the other day I saw our boy, Allen Iverson. Uh, you saw Allen Iverson recently? I said, I saw him, he was like, on TV somewhere, wow. he went to an event, and Alan Iverson, he looked distinguished. He does. I, he he wore like adult clothes. I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I'm looking at Alan Iverson, and I'm seeing myself. Like, you know, he's not as skinny as he was. He got the grown man weight on him. And yes. I was like, that grown man is weight. Me, am I the millennial? Like, you know, Alan Iverson. We all are the same. We're around the same age. Are we at that stage? Yes, we. I'm around. I, I mean, like he's like eight years older than us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, he used to come to us. He used to come to Hampton all the time. Yeah, in his car. Yeah, he, was like, he wasn't that old. I mean, he was in the NBA at that time. Coming over. Who was it? He was in. He went to Georgetown. Remember, we I embraced him, and you know his story. Town. He's from Hampton, so town. Because okay. he only got like five years left until he can get his money. He get his money. What I don't know about that, but what's yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, he, he when he signed back in the day, oh, he put about clause that. in his contract, like from Reebok, that he could get his money when he's like 45. Oh, I didn't know anything about it. I could have sworn that that Alan had the trust, so he just waited 
to get his money. He went in there. Because, you know, Allen Iverson, Charlemagne, whenever I go to Charlemagne's comments, it's like, I feel you, unk. And yeah. so that's what makes me feel good at night. That okay. all, a lot of the people who are leading and guiding in media yes. are almost 50. Yeah, Allen Iverson is 47, by the way. I thought he, I was like, I was like, he's got to be close to 50 because. I and I'm 40. I said, we close in age. No, y'all is not close in age. He's 50, you're, you're 40. But I was just curious because I was like, I just remember, like, he is, he's a up, he's a up there. He's uncle. He's an OG. Like, he's him, Chris Weber, all of those guys are OGs, okay? Like, those I mean, are. Yeah. Jawan Howard. Yeah. Those are the OGs now. Like, Everybody's an OG, but, you know, a lot of the people who we came up with or who are close to our age. Yeah. Because to me, 10 years is, listen. 10 years is close. You know, Gabby Union, yeah. she's in our group too, even though she's about to be 50. Yeah, I was about to say, she's got to be 48. Duh. See, and I don't count the people that's in our group. To me, within five years is like the same. But I, I hear you. I hear you. But I I usually like within five years. But she was hanging with you, wasn't she? No. I mean, I've, I've hung out with her before, but with my older friends who were in their 50s, though. Well, anyway, that's the thing. Shout out to Alan Iverson. You know, AI. you know, I see you out there, you know, yes. fellow silver fox. Well, I'm like the salt and peppery fox. Yeah, when you grow your hair out, you have a little bit, you, got, you have a little bit of in your, in your uh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I got on one AI, AI had on like adult clothes. Yeah. He had on like accessories. Okay. Because okay. you know, he was, he is super famous for changing the whole dress code in the NBA. Yeah. And he never wore suits. He never wore, but now you just get older. That man is. He's like, I'm gonna go to the this section in Macy's. There's a certain time where you I'm gotta stop khaki pants. Yeah, like wait, for me, it's like, when am I gonna stop shopping at Forever 21? Because I'm not, you know, 21. So there's got there's that time where you start dressing older. So yeah, it's like you know. So there's nothing wrong with shopping at Route 21 and wearing Rugrats. Graphic tees. I sure will. I sure will. But and I think honestly, I think it's okay to embrace that auntie uncle vibe, especially if you don't look at it as a negative thing, which I don't. I think it's perfectly fine. If you are auntie, be an auntie. You are uncle, be an uncle. If you are OG, be an OG. And who cares? Like you know, own it, own it. If you're the fly auntie, if you're the rich uncle, own it. Yeah. Well, we definitely have more to talk about on this topic because we, we had a lot to say. But, yeah, we're just, like, you know, in that in-between age, man. So it's like, are we still at the kids' table for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Or are you at the grown-up table? Like, you know, it's just, you know, that in-between age. And then also because we don't have kids or we're not married, we automatically get pushed even more. That's the other thing that we didn't talk about based on your age. You still get pushed to the kids' table, but only because you don't have kids and you're not married. So that's the thing. Or, or just because they still view you. As a younger person, yeah. Somebody you, asked me like, whenever people ask me about Christmas, I like Christmas, and that's when I know I'm getting older. I'm yeah. Like Christmas, like what do you? You got a Christmas list? My not my cousin. Shout out to him. Yeah. He's still sending his mama a Christmas list. I'm like, you about you you forty? Oh my gosh, must be nice. What is you, what the, uh, this is what I want for Christmas, sir, sir. Christmas wow. is for kids. 
my mom asked me every year, what do you want for Christmas? She asked me every year, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I, girl, I don't know. Like, I'm like give me whatever you want. Ask, man, what you need? Oh, exactly. Give me this, I want this. No. Yo. This is for kids. Next week, we're going to have some more. We're going to have some more, like, ideas and some topics on this because, yeah, we, we it's that in-between age. We, we have a lot more to say about it. So we'll be back to talk about it. Look, make sure that you follow us. Make sure you subscribe. And make sure you are listening to all of our episodes, even the back episodes. Go back, yes. listen to them. Um, and, yeah. What's your IG? My IG is at Lexi with the I, Lexi with the curls. What's <laughs> your IG? Alejandro <laughs> underscore Iglesias. Now, if you are thick, oh Lord, you can send me your Christmas list and I will consider it. But anybody else, sorry, but you know, <laughs> as I always say, I love the aunties. Lexi <laughs> loves the uncles. I do. She loves the collard green scented, scented gentlemen like Anthony Hamilton. I sure do. I sure do. And I was do. just at the new edition show. Doing your dance. See? We go to we go to older concerts and everything. So we'll be back next week. We'll have more. And we want to hear from y'all too. We want to hear from y'all. Like, let us know, let us know what makes you feel older and how you are embracing your auntiness or your uncle vibes. Oh, and if you have barber recommendations in Atlanta. <laughs> Get up, Alex. Pick me up. It cannot cost more than $125. Oh, yes. There you go. We'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>